0: This massive D23 Expo edition of Commuter Weekly is brought to you by the Silly Symphony Collection. This 16 record set has the complete restored soundtracks to all 75 Silly Symphonies by Randy Thornton. All new liner notes from Disney historians J.B. Kaufman and Russell Merritt, and it also includes digital downloads for the entire set. Now, this box set is unlimited, and each copy is foil-stamped with a unique number. Pre-order yours today at SillySymphonyCollection.com, and when you pre-order, you get a copy of the Skeleton Dance slash uh, Three Little Pigs 10-inch right away. And I saw it at the D23 Expo, and it was amazing. Also, one of your lucky cadets is actually going to get a copy of that 10-inch single at the end of the show for the year of a million or so limited time cadets.
1: Communicore Weekly Hello, welcome to CommuniCore Weekly, the greatest online show. I'm Leo.
0: And I'm Jeff, and this is our, our big D23 super special extra-sized episode. Are you excited? Yes. Are you gonna, you're going to tell us all about D23? Yeah. That's it? Yeah, you can't shake your head. They can't see you shake your head. <laughs> Do you want to just go into it so they can, they can hear what you have to say about D23? Yes. Okay, here we go. Just quickly before we jump into the massive D23 trip report, I kind of jump around all weekend. You know, Leon and I spent, Leo and I spent some time at D23. We recorded a segment there. Um, we also uh, recorded a segment back at my house. We did uh, a Five Like a Goat there. But also, we brought some other friends onto the show, uh, Roscoe Soul Train and Colin and that Raptor. Um, and we also talked to Philip Swift at the Dark Side of Disney uh, documentary premiere. And also James from Creepy Kingdom there as well. So this is a massive, fun film weekend. So many things happen. It's not just D23 Expo, and it's not just the news that happened because you can get that anywhere. It's just our thoughts and impressions about how the weekend went and also uh, after the premiere of the Dark Side of Disney documentary, which was really, really good and not at all what anyone thinks it is. So definitely check it out. And now here we go for the D23 episode extravaganza. Hi everyone, it's Jeff, and I'm here at the D23 Expo 2015. It's Sunday. We were supposed to record all weekend, but it's been super crazy, so I didn't have a chance to. But I'm sitting here now with the one and only Captain Leo. Say hello, Leo. Hello. How you doing? Good. So, what has been your favorite parts of the Expo so far that you've seen?
1: Well, maybe it was hearing about the Tron roller coaster and stuff like that.
0: In Shanghai, where they're putting it? Yeah. So why don't we talk about the Shanghai Pavilion? What did you see in the Shanghai Pavilion aside from the Tron roller coaster?
1: We saw that. Well, I don't remember that well. Do you
0: remember the the, the stuff from the new Pirates of the Caribbean? Did you see the 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 videos they had for it and the big treasure chest and everything?
1: Oh um, no, I didn't no?
0: see that. No. What else? Uh, how about let's? See. Well, you saw the Tron roller coaster thing, the video. And did you see all the shops and the new Fantasyland rides that are going in and all that stuff? Yeah,
1: and they're also adding a Buzz Lightyear jetpack thing. That
0: looked pretty cool, right?
1: It used to be um, a Rocketeer thing, but I think they changed it to Buzz Lightyear. That,
0: yeah, that's, what, uh, that's yeah. what you told me that, that on Friday we saw that. What else did we see? We saw the Avatar model on Friday? Oh
1: yeah, that was awesome. What
0: did you like about that? Was there anything that stuck out in your mind about it or you just liked it overall?
1: Wait, where was the Avatar thing?
0: Uh, remember we watched that video about the people going to Pandora and then we walked into the other room and they had that big model of Avatar and the lights kept going off so you could see what it looked like at night?
1: Oh yeah, that was awesome.
0: And then there was the uh, the blue guy that was next to him?
1: He just go everywhere. We are
0: everywhere. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who is he?
0: He's somebody that listens to the podcast.
1: What's his name? His
0: name is Ben. So you can say hi, Ben, and we will hear this later. Say hi, Ben.
1: Hi, Ben.
0: (laughs) So what else have you seen here that you really, really liked?
1: Uh, Well, we did like... um, Well, Jeff wasn't there for it, but I saw this theater thing. Uh And there's a secret. Don't tell anybody. It's that... They're gonna make Frozen into a musical
0: on Broadway, right?
1: Yeah. Did you see that here? Yeah.
0: Where did you see that here? In one of the panels?
1: Yeah, I think it was. It, it was in the theater panel.
0: Oh yeah, the you went to the the concert, right? Yeah,
1: and they only sung. One Newsies song, and I was waiting for them to sing it, but I wanted there to be like three, because everything else got three of them.
0: You really like Newsies, don't you?
1: Yeah, but there was only one song.
0: Which song did they sing? Was it Seize the Day?
1: No, it was Believe, um, it was Something to Believe in. Oh, okay. Did you know that I saw Newsies?
0: I know! Your dad told me that you saw I was
1: going to review it, but I can't because it's not recently had the opportunity <laughs>
0: anymore. <laughs> That's okay. We can pretend that you recently had the opportunity. You can still review it. I'm sure people but would still like to hear it. I
1: remember it barely.
0: Well, I guess that means your dad has to go take you again.
1: Yeah, if it comes to California.
0: Oh, what? You're going to be out in California?
1: Yeah, because I'm leaving on Wednesday. I think you're going
0: home on Wednesday. Back home. Yeah. Well, we What else did you see? You saw the. Oh, say you saw the the Broadway theater concert thing.
1: Yeah. And they
0: sang all bunch of uh, songs from the Broadway shows. Yeah,
1: like Tarzan. And...
0: Did they do Little Mermaid?
1: Yeah, they had Little Mermaid. What
0: else? Beauty and the Beast.
1: Beauty and the Beast. Aladdin? Aladdin. I'm just
0: making. I'm just saying all these movies, and you're agreeing with me. I didn't see it. You saw it.
1: And there was Newsies. I already told you that. And <laughs> there
0: was. I don't even remember what other Broadway Mary Poppins. Yes. Yeah, that's the one. How could we forget Mary Poppins?
1: Yeah, and Ashley Brown sang it.
0: Was she really good?
1: Yeah.
0: What? What other panels did you go to?
1: Um, I. I don't remember yesterday.
0: You don't remember yesterday. It was just yesterday, though. Did you go to? Did you even go to the Pixar panel, right?
1: Yeah, because there was too many people and they filled all the seats and I couldn't get in and I started crying after.
0: Because you were upset.
1: Yeah. So, so my dad's friend Rye should have told the guy who um, directed that to um, to let you in. And, uh, uh, to just uh, let us go in the handicapped spots if there was any left.
0: Yeah. Well, at least you got to see the broad. I know the Broadway one was the one you yeah, really wanted to see. Yeah, that's
1: really only the panel that I actually wanted to do, but the Home Movies one was good, right? Oh
0: yeah, we did see the Disneyland Home Movies. Yeah. All the old footage from the early days of the theme park. Yeah,
1: and some of them were even in color.
0: Which, that's crazy for that old, right? Mm-hmm. I can't believe your dad's in color sometimes, because he's older than some of those movies. <laughs> Don't tell him I said that. <laughs> How about all the exhibits that are on the floor? What, did you have a favorite exhibit you saw?
1: Um, no, but I really did like the Disney Dream Store. That's where I got a cool pin. Mar-
0: okay, so who got you that pin?
1: Martina, Jeff's fiance. <laughs>
0: And what what pin is it? It's a Star Wars pin.
1: Yeah, it's called Force for Change. Uh huh.
0: And what else did you get? You got a whole bunch of others. You got like a, a an R two D two droid.
1: Yeah. And I got Jimny Cricket.
0: Oh, your your uh, trading card Jimny Cricket. Yeah. And what else happened here today or this weekend? Oh, to so all the new Star Wars stuff they talked about for the park. So are you excited oh, yeah. for that? Yeah. What do you What are you most excited about for Star Wars Land?
1: I don't. Know. But I hope they add Star Tours there.
0: You know they're going to add a new part to Star Tours for the new movie? A new destination to go to?
1: Yeah, it's, f- it's for Episode 7, right? it
0: is for Episode 7. That's going to be a lot of fun. and, yeah, and it's
1: probably going to be so crazy and it even goes
0: upside down in one Upside down? Wait, I don't want to go on that.
1: even more crazy more crazy than Mission to Mars is to be. That
0: was pretty crazy, wasn't it, Mission to Mars? That was a long time ago. Wait, have you been on Mission to
1: Mars? No, but I'm tall to go on every single ride. You are.
0: All the new, they had the live action panel where they showed clips from Captain America and Doctor Strange. I didn't Strange.
1: go there. You didn't
0: go to that. I didn't go to that one either. But they gave everyone Star Wars posters for that one too.
1: And they're giving out uh, Wait, did you get one of those Luxor Junior Balls?
0: Yes, Martina stood in line yesterday and she got one of those balls. I
1: didn't get any. I,
0: we tried to get one this morning, but they were all gone. Well, so before we, we wrap it up, what were you doing right now with your dad? What are you waiting for? We're
1: waiting for the Mickey's of Glendale store. What it has a me? humongous line and my dad's almost at the front probably.
0: Uh, let's see, I'm trying to see where he is. I don't really see him that much. But how long do you think the line is?
1: Like, maybe two hours. That's crazy, isn't By it? the way, George isn't here.
0: <laughs> that's right, George. You're not here. What do you think about that? Are you are you upset that George isn't here? Yeah. You miss George?
1: Yeah. I miss but, George, too. I'll see him in a couple he spent weeks. All of them, but he spent all the money instead of going there coming to our house.
0: Oh, that's true. That's right, George. You did go visit Captain Leo without me, so I guess we're even now. Except I got to hang out with him here at D twenty three and you're longer. stuck at home. Yeah, longer. Okay, so anything anything else you want to say before we stop?
1: What did you say? <laughs>
0: come here. Is there any last things you wanna to, wanna to say about the expo before we, we stop the trip report?
1: Wow. Well...
0: Any tips for anyone? Yeah. What what tips would you give them for maybe for the next expo?
1: Next expo, whoever wasn't here should come.
0: <laughs> well that's a good tip.
1: It's every other year. It is
0: every other year. So the next one will be 2017. Yeah. Are you going to come out for that one too?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. But this
1: is only the fourth D23 ever.
0: It is only the fourth. I'm sure they're going to have them forever now
1: though. Right? Yeah. Until Disney World or Disneyland blows up.
0: What? Until it blows up? Where did that come from?
1: I don't know. I just (laughs) thought that. (laughs)
0: All right, so thank you for listening to our trip report. You want to say goodbye to everyone that's listening?
1: Bye!
0: And we'll see you guys soon.
1: Bye!
0: Okay, so it's just after the Dark Side of Disney premiere here in gorgeous Santa Ana, California, and I am here with Philip Swift, the uh, director of the Dark Side of Disney, and also James
2: from Creepy Kingdom. How are you guys doing today?
3: Top of the world, ma. Top of the world.
2: Doing. We're doing good. Top of the world, I guess. So that's a weird introduction to my voice. People think I talk like that. Top of the world, ma. That happens to me all the time. I'll go into like a new like environment where I don't know anyone, and I'm like, hey, everybody. they're like, oh wait, they don't know I don't talk like that. You do that
0: weird, but vo- I do the same thing where yeah. I do a really bizarre voice, and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of stuck doing this voice now. I'm just gonna commit to it. It's yeah. fine, guys. This it's is totally not it. my
3: voice. All right, I'm yeah. gonna totally bow <laughs> to this guy forever. Yeah.
0: So we we just watched the movie, and it's the East. Oh, I'm sorry, the West Coast premiere of the film. Um, how did you get the idea to do the film to begin with, Philip?
2: Uh, the idea came to me uh, after I made my last film the bubble uh, which is about celebration Florida um, I was trying to find ways to kind of promote the film when it was done and try to make some sales and I had read the dark side of Disney Leonard Kinsey's book and so I sent him a copy of the bubble and I said this is right up your alley like I think you're really gonna appreciate it he watched the film he really liked it and then we kind of just had an email conversations back and forth for a little while about like the weird you know sort of dark side of Disney and then it came time like uh, I had to make another movie like that's just how it is you know when you' creative type like you, yeah it, yeah it gets in your blood you're like I gotta f- and do it again yeah absolutely um, and so I uh, I really thought about how um, Leonard's book was like, such a great like a way to like uh, do th- how to do the bad things at the park or not bad things but the adult things at the park it told you how to do them um, but the questions I had was more about the why like why are you, why, why do people have to do these things um, and so I started talking to some people and one person I really talked to that made uh, me realize what a film could be was talking to my mom My mom and I shared this sort of like dark side moment where we scattered my grandmother's ashes in the park. Uh, And after talking with her and really like thinking about that story, it made me realize that there had to be other people out there that have kind of like blurred the line, crossed the line, bent the line, whatever you want to call it. and then talking more with uh, Leonard, I realized I could be connected to a lot of them. And uh, he sort of gave me, half-heartedly, reluctantly, gave me his blessing to sort <laughs> of uh, make a documentary that was sort of an in- inspired by, at the beginning I was saying adaptation of the book, but really it became more of like a inspired by the dark side of Disney. Uh, and that's the film you saw tonight. So
0: when when this first came about, like I remember you and I talked briefly when you were filming, and even like Kinz and I were talking about it, and we are like... I don't know, man. I hope this has like become like a bad thing. But like even watching the film like a month ago when I saw the rough cut, even tonight, it's not about doing these bad things. It's just I was telling James, it's about like the emotional heart of these alternate people that go and visit and love Disneyland. And I think it's a it's a wonderful film. It's got a lot of heart. It's got a lot of story. It hits you right in the feels a lot of times. And like I think that is a fantastic. Did that just come out in the editing later on, or is that where you're going for when you're doing it?
2: Well, I think if you look at like the other work I've done in the past, the the documentaries I've made, they all kind of have that kind of vibe to them. I, I like to think uh, that like the my vibe is like a depressed, nostalgic vibe is what I'm going for <laughs> in most of my films. Yeah. <clears throat> so this film really captures it well with like that kind of VHS aesthetic and and kind of it's the best way. I all of my memories. I, have, I had a conversation with my mom about this. Like, uh, all of my memories are in like VHS. Like, I have like bad like auto tracking going on. Like, every time I think about being a child, like it's it's I gotta like fix the tracking on it to make sure it's right because that's just the way I remember things. Um, and so that vibe, that kind of the sad nostalgia, is just something that I really appreciate. It's like a a feeling that, that I think people can relate to, especially, like, our generation, and people that were raised, like, with um, the availability of memories. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. Like, we had to work hard. Like, if we were like, oh, I really want to see that movie, we had to, like, go out and, like, find it and whatever that movie may be uh, and then and then be able to go and watch it again. The kids today, the kids, these kids today, um, they can just go on Netflix. And they like just the think of it today. and
3: it starts playing in their head. Yeah,
2: right? <laughs> but, like, we had to, like, work hard. And so I think, I don't know. Anyways, what the, the point I'm getting at is that... Um, the, the kind of vibe and the flow of the story came through in the editing. is really where it comes together for me. That's why I love documentary filmmaking. Yeah. Uh, you work with narrative, you have a script, you have actors, you have lights, and you really think about what you're doing. In documentary, you can kind of just walk out the door and start talking to people. And then in the editing room, you can kind of piece the story together. Yeah. And I think it's what we saw uh, definitely happen with the dark side of Disney.
0: So, James, you are one of the featured people in the film. Do you, I mean, before the film, did you consider yourself dark side of Disney or you're just like an alternate lifestyle of seeing all the weird, creepy stuff of the Disney theme parks? I never consider myself a
3: dark sider per se because I have a Huge guilt complex. So I remember the first. I remember the first time I read Leonard's book. I was like, I could never do any of this. The whole time, I'm like, they know I'm here. They know I'm doing this. I wouldn't be able to enjoy myself. I could never do any of those things. <laughs> like, especially the ways of trying to, like, you know, sneak in the parks and, like, you know, all that. I'm like, I'm like, I just couldn't do it. I, like, it's particularly the one I think he uh, says at a busy night when the uh, fireworks end just stand at the exit <laughs> and I th- I'm, like, I'm like I thought I was like I can maybe do that like no the whole no, time no. the whole time I'd be like they're
0: on me <laughs> they're <laughs> gonna kick uh, me out of here. <laughs> the, the real paranoid part of it really kicks in at that point yeah yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> but but I one of the things I enjoyed about Leonard's book was actually the stories of him, you know, going in the Utilidors and all that. that. was my favorite part of the book when I first read it, so.
2: That's a big thing that I feel like, uh, people when they first heard I was making this movie, like, people would be like, how dare you look at the dark side of Disney? There's no such thing! So <laughs> Disney's only light and wonderful and beautiful, but I think it's the true fans are the people that absorb all of it. Like, yeah. you want to yeah, yeah. know everything. You want to flip over the rock and you want to see what's underneath, you know? Uh, and I, But that's what I love about you, James, is that you have this, like, the creepy kingdom sort of, like, brand, which to me is part of the dark side. Like, the fact that you even come out and say like creepy kingdom I imagine have you ever had any blowback from that like people being like how dare you call it creepy not to my face <laughs> not then, to your face <laughs> right. I don't think
0: a lot of people realize like how often Disney stuff and like the weird dark stuff actually intersect with each other oh, yeah, like yeah. I, I saw you last weekend at Scare LA like clearly there's, there's a large section of people that love the light-hearted Disney stuff and also love the really weird messed up stuff, of like horror stuff as yeah, well. So yeah, yeah. is that how Creepy Kingdom like, came about to begin with?
3: Yeah, I mean it was basically, I wanted to get into Disney podcasts right? and, and I'm like, there's so many I'm like, what's my angle? And I thought about what I'm into and I was like, I always love all the dark, creepy stuff, I'm into the horror films, but I'm also into Disney films, I'm also into going to go into the park, and I am like and actually, I wanted to listen to a podcast about creepy Disney stuff, and I was like, "Well, this doesn't exist." I'm like, "Okay, I guess I'll just do it." <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was pretty much how it came to be. And, uh, and as far as I know, there's only one other creepy Disney podcast,
2: Communicore Weekly. Remember, Communicore Weekly, the Ghost guys. Whistle.
0: <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. So, uh, all right, let's let's do this a little backwards. Where can
3: people find Creepy uh, Kingdom? you can go to creepykingdom.com but creepykingdom on any social media thing they, no, no one beat me to it I got them all <laughs> <laughs>
0: And Philip, how can people hear more about the film and see if there's screening near them or video on demand, where's that coming?
2: Uh, one of the biggest things they can do is they can go like the film on Facebook, it's The Dark Side of Disney, a documentary film. Uh, that way they'll be up to date on anything, any news that comes down the pipe. Uh, we will be doing a screening in Orlando on November 15th. Is that official? That's, we're, let's say it's official now, I haven't actually booked anything, but I do have one person who bought like a plane ticket already and it's like already coming. Oh,
0: so it, it has to happen
2: at it this point. It has to happen a real, somewhere. There's gonna be like one dude like alone, like what? Why? Oh no. Uh, so, otherwise, they can check out um, dsoddoc.com, uh, as in Dark Side of Disney doc.com. Um, they can check that out for uh, you know any sort of excerpts and clips and trailers and news. It's all there. And I definitely
0: highly recommend it. It was fantastic. I loved it. Thank you both for uh, joining me briefly, and uh, definitely check out Creepy Kingdom and the Dark Side of Disney documentary.
3: Thank you, Jeff. Thank you,
1: Jeff. <laughs>
0: So we're here at the Disneyland Hotel. We got Roscoe Soul Train, we got The Raptor, we got Colin, and we're gonna talk a little about D23 and Disneyland. So Roscoe and Colin, you guys went to the expo. What, what let's start with the Roscoe? What what did you like about the D23 Expo 2015?
4: Um I liked that. A lot of my favorite YouTubers were there, and I got a chance to meet them and pitch ridiculous crazy ideas <laughs> to them, and hopefully I'll, they'll be accepting of those crazy ideas, but we'll see. Who knows? So that was my favorite part about D23, is that, yeah, there was cool
5: people there. Definitely.
0: How about you, uh, Colin? What did you, you like about it? I, I'm thinking
5: about it, and I honestly want to add a lot more to this, but all I can think of is the red carpet, because oh, nice. we were just shooting. We were shooting a lot the whole time. And I feel like that was what I was doing the whole time with and Video. But there was a lot of really cool stuff there to look at, definitely. It was really cool seeing the new Star Wars stuff, um, and the red carpet. And it was super cool seeing uh doing the speeder bike
4: yeah, that was cool. picture.
5: That was pretty yeah. fun.
4: Let's see. let's talk about what are and the, the, the low let's go the <laughs> <laughs> and the red carpet. Since yeah. we did the highs, we gotta we gotta do the lows. So what was the low what was the, the biggest Wait, disappointment?
0: Before you go into the low, let me just elaborate what you said. You I mean basically you both touched upon what I've been saying for years. To me, it's not about the panels and, like, the stuff that Disney is doing. It's about meeting the people that you like and, like, hanging out with them yeah, and doing stuff with them and, like... Like, you, we're, we got all these people to be in this video that we're going to do, and it's great hanging out with them. All right, now yeah. now the lows, like you were saying.
4: Uh, you know, I'd say the lows is would be the, um, the miscommunication between the uh, convention workers and the Disney employees. It didn't really feel like anybody really could get a handle on anything and it's hard when you're dealing with so many moving parts and uh, the masses of crowds and people um but it was it was sad to see people waiting in a three or four hour line where other people were able to walk right up to the front um and just bypass the entire thing and i'm not going to say if i was on the the receiving Wh- end of one some of those you were on? but at the same time it, it, I, you know you, you feel bad when you when things happen that way and uh, that, I would say that was probably the low point: is, is seeing just the lack of communication between the mismanagement, the mismanagement of the whole event. Yeah
0: basically just to clarify what ross is talking about uh you're talking about in the morning people getting in like people were literally waiting in line i think the floor opened like at 10 a.m most days like and nine, some yeah. people were st- like were waiting in line till 12 30 just to get onto the expo floor yeah. right. meanwhile right. other people yeah. were getting in like randomly at random access points yeah. and it was it was kind of a mess but it wasn't any different from the last time around it, w- it right. was the same type of thing and same problem, it's right. Yeah, right. i don't know it's weird
2: it's a I, lot of moving parts.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I can't follow them too much, but you think this, what, this is their fourth one? They should have gotten a little better at it by now, and none of the other conventions especially, I've been to here, like Anaheim, when, were like, like that.
6: San Diego Comic-Con goes down only a few hours away. Yeah. And they kind of have it down and that to the is, science. And that is the biggest thing known to mankind. So if, you know, if you you as a big company like Disney can't analyze, you know... Your competitors, in some regards, because that's why they announced all the Marvel and Star Wars stuff at D23, not SDCC, is right. because of competition, yeah, exactly and because of IP and all that good junk. So, right. And once you once you put that into consideration and say like, oh well, they're willing to acknowledge this, but not acknowledge like how to properly operate a convention where forty thousand people were there at the previous one. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna have problems, yeah. and of course, San Diego has had terrible problems with overcrowding and sure. all, all of that stuff. But guess what? you know, they're still the biggest thing in conventions. They know what they're doing. And they know what they're doing now at this point. Exactly. And
4: people were getting in without their badges and and everything. You know, multiple checkpoints, and they're getting through, no problem. I saw one guy look at a line that wasn't even that long and immediately say, I'm not waiting in this line. Walk around the stairway and just walk right in. (laughs) No one stopped him. Yeah.
5: Nobody cared. You know, I definitely saw a little bit of disorganization but I don't think it's as bad as you guys are making it sound I, was, I didn't feel I like it was there. that I'm bad I'm just
6: saying like you know I don't know I don't know, it, I don't know. It, the, the real problem business. to me
5: the red carpet I don't know if <laughs> anybody else sounds wrong with the red carpet but every time I think back to D23 all I'm seeing is red carpet right. and I wish I could remember more things from it but it's just red carpet why red is it carpet. sticking out of your mind so much stormtrooper red carpet I don't know just I it was seriously like visually when I access my mind right now red carpet see you're saying red with carpet with some
0: blue, I'm, was some thinking blue the, I'm thinking I'm thinking that the gray carpet, carpet in that one booth Great that was like walking carpet. on the cloud oh and every time you
5: would step up onto it I tripped on it every single because time because it was like a entire every single yeah. time I tripped on it yeah. and I thought that was really unfair yeah. for them to make no me one look fa- so foolish yeah. in front of all these cool people <laughs> but you didn't fall <laughs> no I didn't fall no, there was no Roscoe stack I wish
4: I would have fell inside because that would have well actually I blasted my knee on a on a rock wall, but
0: for for a good cause, which <laughs> you'll see in a few weeks. Cause. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
4: Uh, Jeff, what was your talk about your highs and lows of of D twenty
0: three? I mean, like I just said, the high was totally hanging out with everyone, like especially Saturday when we shot all day. Like, the, like I had a blast. Like Saturday was my favorite day for all that. Yeah. Um, That's cool. I really don't care that much about the panels, I saw one panel Friday, uh, the Home movies panel, which was cool, but I didn't care about anything else. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be on social media within seconds, so who cared? But yeah, hanging out with the people, meeting new people and people you interact with for years online that's always oh, the best part, oh, wow. and yeah. low, yeah, that's right. low, I think, was yeah, everything yeah. else yeah. i I mean I don't <laughs> to'm like I don't want to say I had a bad time. I had a good time. Yeah. It was just that. I just don't think I enjoy going to conventions like this anymore. It was
4: pretty overwhelming.
0: Yeah, there's so much going on at once. Yeah. It's just madness it all the time. It's just I, I had don't this
4: know. I had this great idea that I was going to spend all this money that I didn't have and <laughs> come out with all this crazy stuff. And literally I didn't buy a single thing. And I and
0: Which is insane when you yeah. think about it. Yeah. Because yeah, we were
4: waiting insane. Yeah, there was a lot of waiting around and, and and just kind of tinkering in little sections, but literally I spent Z- I spent more on a cup of coffee than I did on merchandise I spent, at yeah. seven dollars. Yeah,
5: I spent seven dollars.
4: Like, and there the was wasn't you were asking me and Logan was more. asking me um, if there was a there was a special D23 Walt shirt that was there.
6: Yeah, it had the castle and Walt and like a bunch of like 1955 stuff to kind of commemorate like. Expo's going on 60th's going on I, there was I didn't see
0: You know what That had to be in one of the three Like stores that you had to wait Two hours in line Absolutely yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah And
6: you know what And it's like I, I would have absolutely You know like You know square Cash you The 25 bucks yeah. or whatever For the t-shirt But it's like I would I would rather like Do something bad yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Than yeah, ever right. wish Than like, make my friends Have to wait to get me A flipping yeah. th- well, t-shirt You know yeah,
4: Right And I, I, could, I had a hard time Even finding those stores
6: because there oh, was just yeah. it was it's such
4: a hodgepodge horrible. of a flea market esque, it, it was
6: it was like the wild.
0: O.C. marketplace for me to be honest with you. It was, it was really I mean, that's but that's okay. It's cool.
4: Well, let's go on it to happens, let's let's man. talk about what the next thing that we did, which was today, which was the dark side of Disney movie premiere. Yes, which Logan the Raptor was actually the
6: main the star, star
0: of the show. The of the I do believe. Name, please.
6: The the,
0: the raptor, raptor. That,
6: arena, that, call raptor. You that
0: raptor was the star of the show. Um, yeah, I'm,
6: like I'm getting really angry that my name <laughs> in the movie. Oh man, <laughs> dude,
0: you you really are the breakout star of that film, yeah. and I think, yeah. like, yeah, in you do some way. bad, like quote unquote, bad things yeah, in right. the film on camera, Absolutely, but but, but you are the, you make it a lot of heart.
6: Well, it's like you know, it's like you know, I, I really I really did like definitely bonded with Leonard Kinsey on that level of like I was like you know like a younger generation who was on that same like. Just like war path on just like doing my own thing. If the rules don't adhere to my rules, then they those those rules get thrown out of the book. Yeah. So and you know what? You know, I yeah, I've done stuff I totally regret as to like, you know, getting in trouble at the parks and don't do it. Seriously don't do it. I tell that to everybody, don't be in don't be stupid. Don't get in trouble. Yeah. If you get kicked out of the park, you're gonna feel like the biggest dummy on the planet and I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemies, right. and that's saying something because there's some there's a lot of people I don't like. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so like, you know what? And, and there's a lot of people in the Disney community. I would love to get like hauled off by security. Trust me, don't, <laughs> do, I don't get that twisted either. But it's like that's one of those things that's like, whoa, whoa, there. Um, uh, that movie was fantastic. I thought what I was doing that weekend was like. Wacky, but then I also kind of remembered a lot of the crazier stuff we, I didn't catch on film because I wasn't with Phil and the gang. I was hanging out with like my own friends at Magic Kingdom, which I'm kind of glad because then I would have been in a, you know a lot heftier of some trouble. You know, yeah, fair enough.
4: You didn't really get in the way of any guest
6: experience. No, and that's no. The, and that's my that's my whole thing is like you know nobody was hurt. No, 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 no. What my whole like that's what I told James at the uh, at the uh, Wiener Schnitzel we were at. Um you know like, it's like you know you can you can say what you will about what i do in the film but in comparison to some dude bro frat guy who got hammered at epcot and is like puking his brains out or like punches a cast in, member in or full like, view of everyone in, in, there. in yeah. plain daylight just like absolute unacceptable behavior whereas i keep to myself i'll put on headphones and i'm in my zone i'm not like I don't breach personal space, especially because of like who I am as a person and like me, especially appreciating personal space. Totally, totally. You know, it's and like yeah, seriously. Like I've gone, there's been like three or four times I've gone to like the UK bathroom at Epcot, and there's someone puking their brains out from getting drunk, and you can, you know, I have seen that before. as Well, of course you have. Yeah, we all, we've all seen it. We've all seen the Epcot pukage, and Mm. it's like you know, yeah. Like I said, I, I do some stuff that's not necessarily up to par with Disney uh, standards and procedures. But guess what? I don't think people having twelve drinks at Epcot is really uh, up their alley either. No, right? No, and no. I, you know, it's that's like, not
0: very uh, Disney, Disney. Well, it's,
6: side. it's like it's a, it's just kind of like a double standard. It's like, well, well, booze is legal, but it's like public intoxication's not, even though it's private property. That's you it's know still, that's yeah. that's kind of a flaky argument. Sorry, sorry to bring up like the legal aspect of it, but yeah, it's like I I I'm very happy with uh, my part in the film uh, to an extent. There's one portion I really am not happy about, but uh and everybody else loved it. Everybody else loves it, it, and I hate it. But But that's like it's personal like, thing. I, like, I totally understand yeah, that. Though. And it's, yeah, it's yeah, it was just I was I to was, us it I really creates just, an emotional extro- core about your story. Extraordinarily okay, that's cool. So and the uh, Orlando screening, I'll just walk out before the, <laughs> before it happens. I'll just, yeah, I'll just, I'll just but go. The,
4: that's like artistic integrity kind of stuff. Where you're like we're always our own worst critics.
6: Absolutely. Nobody so. wants to see no, themselves
0: e- do something well, on camera that they'll come to regret.
6: Yeah. Well, it's not. I don't think. Not I don't. I will never but you're regret. not your
4: best performance is what
6: you're yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. it's, like it's your just like is. and like I said I feel like it was very clever of Phil to do that as opposed to play the song and catch a lawsuit you know like yeah yeah and, and, of- and you know very slick of him and I and it's funny too because that was my idea and now I'm like
0: oh God. now you hate it now, now you're, now you're like, not on board oh, for the idea God, whatsoever why did
6: I do anything so you know it's it's funny It's it's kind of ironic so that I that I would recommend something and like be like, all right, well, let's do this, and then hate yeah. it completely. And then and then as hate soon as completely. I watched it, I'm like, oh my goodness, why? What earth, you bad know, idea. Man. It's okay though, man. You know what? Like I know I know my lady friend will love it. I know my family will. <laughs> love it.
5: Like, <laughs> I know everyone. will Everyone
6: love else me. will love everyone it. Everyone loved it at the screening, and like Dude, I, I, st- lost it. I stood up for the Q and A, and the crowd went wild, and yeah. I felt like I was like. Mick Jagger or something, it was crazy all that I, felt matters. Like I just won like an Oscar, it was cool And
4: really the only applause that happened During the entire movie Was at the end of the Raptor segment Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. totally, that it's was the only true. time Anyone yeah, broke out in like full on Juiced, yeah,
6: yeah, for sure So
0: for sure. if we all Alright, let, let's do this, do a quick little wrap up In like, five words Or less for D23 How you felt about the weekend uh, And Roscoe Ouch, my knee hurts Fair, Colin <laughs> D23 was neat. He was actually counting off the words on his fingers as he said it. Raptor?
6: Disneyland's tight fam. Dark side swag.
0: That was six, I'll <laughs> take it though. No. no. Dark, no. Side, dark, dark, side, dark side is one uh, dar- word. Oh, dark side is one word
6: now? Yeah. I didn't know that. In the, in the Raptor depends Depends on what side of
0: the Forester. Perfect. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you for making my weekend complete. Oh dude, I, have, uh, I had a I love you guys. Team. I love you both. I'm moving out here fam. <laughs> Watch me. We got it on record. Raptors yeah, coming oh you God. guys. He's coming. <laughs>
1: Hello, this is Leo. Um, We're here um, to get Jeff out of the police station. He was crazy at D23. Alright,
0: so now I have some very special guests from the Drunk on Disney podcast. Gentlemen, introduce yourselves.
7: My name is Guy Hutchinson. My name is Dana Snyder.
0: Thank you for, for coming aboard. Uh, Guy will be reviewing your book very, very shortly, because George actually just got it, and it's great. But I wanted to hear your thoughts on uh, the D23 Expo. What, what days did you, did you go?
7: I, I was only there on Saturday. I went Friday and Saturday.
0: And what, what were your like, initial thoughts on the Expo? Was there anything you, like, particularly stuck out at you that you really enjoyed or you didn't like? T-tell, tell me your, your feelings.
7: I It was much bigger than I thought it would be. I mean, it was huge. First off, I've been to everyone, All four so far? That's correct. Okay. Guy has never been to one of these yeah. before. Okay. So he has first-time initial impressions of what the whole thing was. I was just giving background on what right. you're about yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah. I,
4: I mean, I've been to a lot of conventions, and this was, I mean, it was gigantic, and there were so many people there, and... It was so segmented, like there were all these different, you know, divisions that you could go to. Uh, I really liked it. I loved, my favorite thing was the Avatar. Out of all the stuff I saw was Pandora. You yeah, know, the, in the, the Imagineering
0: band. Pavilion. Yeah,
4: which I thought was fascinating. I, love, I mean, I, I love seeing a model. They had a model that was probably 20 feet by 20 feet, which was just amazing to see in person.
0: I really liked how they did the transition from night to day every, yeah, like, 20 yeah. seconds. I thought that was, uh, that was pretty awesome. How, how about you, sir, Dana?
7: The one thing I thought about this one was I found it extremely confusing to get around and find what was what. Yes. There was no, like, this is the Imagineering Pavilion. There was just, like, weird signs for Ace or Art Tech or whatever <laughs> that thing was called. And there was, like, right. people standing in line. I was like, what's this line for? Like, this is the Stage Pass line. What line's this? And then they, how they broke up the Emporium into three different things. It just wasn't like one side was all the guys selling old guidebooks. Yeah. It was very confusing walking around this time. Maybe I'm just confusing. No, no, no. But I totally
0: agree. because it was like,
7: it wasn't just like, I mean, some of them was fine, but like, it would be like the backside of the parks and resorts or the studio thing. But if you are on the
0: backside of it, you had no idea what it was. It had and a lot of blockage just, so you couldn't see into certain yeah. things. You had no, people were just standing in line, and you were like I I literally asked one, what are you standing in line for? And they said, I don't know, I saw people standing yeah. in line.
7: Yeah. But then, like, by contrast, the archives exhibit this time was totally open. Yes. I mean, even if you walked by the side, you could see all the
0: stuff. Did you stand in line to get in, or did
7: you just no, walk by? We did not go in. I walked by the day before. Uh, and I'd seen pictures of it when they were setting it up. Mm-hmm. I That's mean, it, it looked great. Yeah. We, we admittedly went two days, but I went two days, but I did not see very much stuff. We went to Shanghai, <laughs> Disney Imagineering Pavilion, right. and then the next day we went to Avatar in Shanghai, yeah. and that
0: was it as far as the pavilion. That we seems into. to be the, the consensus, though, from everyone I talked to. Yeah, we, had, we spent three days there, and we didn't see a whole heck of a yeah. lot of anything, but we, did, yeah. we were there. It, it was all like good stuff. It
7: was like lots of booths set up for signings. Yes. And the panels, I, I've i given up on, like... unless Do you see any gonna, this year at all? No. no. Okay. Unless you kinda, you're going to, you like, wait in line, in line for yeah. four hours, like... it's
5: too watch
0: them the next day anyway. Did you see any panels or no? Not in person, no. You saw them online, or yeah, right? Yeah, you right?
5: go on YouTube and watch them. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> Somebody cuts them down to five minutes for you, Yeah, too, they get, so you get all the highlights, highlights in. You don't need
0: to hear all yeah. the crap in between. Yeah, exactly. It. Um, Was there anything that you... Like aside from the uh, Pandora I think Pandora, state, yeah, sort of Pandora think, anything right? else that you really took away that you really enjoyed from the expo
5: I, I love the Toy Story truck
0: oh the, the yeah. those Pizza Planet the that Pizza was Planet truck yeah, yeah that was pretty yeah. incredible
7: it was, Marco Bongiorno he's the guy who made the truck is that his real name? that's right Yeah, his real a birth
0: name that can't be real I'm telling that's you that's gotta be a joke you guys nope, I'm telling you <laughs>
4: He's it a
7: wonderful man. It was so detailed. I just, I mean, he, he
4: showed me. In
0: the back, me, they had the tennis ball right. and the crush can. Yeah. Yeah, they like, went all yeah. out. Yeah. Actually, I was talking to one of them. I forget who it was, but he said when they drove it up to Pixar for the first time, they left it really dirty, just like it was in the movie. And just before they got there, it was like torrential downpour. Yeah, awesome. Completely cleaned the truck, and they were so mad about it. <laughs> but it was pretty cool that like D23 brought in these yeah. fans to, yeah. like, to showcase that was their awesome. thing. I wish there was a little bit more of that kind of stuff, but yeah. right. what are you gonna do? So just to to wrap up, where where can they find you guys on the internet?
4: You can find us at drunkondisney.com, and then anything else if you
7: Google drunk on Disney, it's it's probably us or some other drunks, yeah. Or drunk. What's the guy drunk at Disney? Yeah. There's like five people who do a people. side note of what... Disney
0: drunkards. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're, you're drunk on Disney.
7: I think we're the original drunks at Disney, though. But we have to be. We're the oldest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen.
1: Sometimes you might see it, sometimes you don't. Hey, look, what's that? It's a five-legged
0: Okay, now we have a very special Five Like a Goat from Leo about in- an interaction he had with the mustache himself, Tony Baxter. So what what happened when you saw Tony Baxter?
1: Well, we were talking, and he said, like, have you seen the hatbox ghost? Because I had a ghost with a and he And I said, well, really, you should re-record the thing because you're going to need to say the thing is gonna need to say there is a thousand happy haunts here there's no there's room for no more sorry
0: <laughs> and what did Tony say after that
1: he said like he said what podcast are you on? Uh, and and he, and he said who are you with and he and I said, Jeff, and he said, no, my name is Tony, Tony Baxter. (laughs) This
0: is the best goat ever. (laughs) So should I be careful that Tony Baxter is going to be looking for me now? Yeah. (laughs) What is he going to do?
1: He's going to say, are you the famous Jeff?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. I'll take that one. Now before we finish up the show, just wanted to jump in with the winner for this week's Year of a Million or So Limited Time Cadets. Now again, the winner is going to get a copy of the 10-inch single of The Skeleton Dance and The Three Little Pigs from the Silly Symphony Collection, which again, you can pre-order at SillySymphonyCollection.com. It's the 16-record set, and trust me, I saw it in person. It's amazing. Uh, It's really, really cool, and they worked really, really hard on it. So if you're interested in that, you should totally pick it up. It's totally worth the money. But the winner for this week's episode is Esmeralda G from Lake Balboa, California. Congratulations Esmeralda. I hope you enjoy the record. All right. Well, thank you thank you all for listening to our G23 episode. Any, anything last words you want to say, Leo?
1: Well, bye. Thank you for listening to the greatest online show called CommuniCore Weekly.
0: Aw, thanks Leo. Do you want to do the For George? I'm Leo.
1: For George Taylor. I'm Leo.
0: And for Jeff, I'm Jeff. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye! Hello? and welcome to Communicore Weekly, the greatest online show and home of the world's first pair of independently born identical twins. I'm
2: George. Hello? Hello? Is anybody there? Hello. Um okay, this is weird.